Last week, I invited three of my top clients to present in the What's Working Now competition at our third annual Landscaper Summit. They shared really valuable presentations on sales, marketing, and recruiting. And in today's podcast, I'm gonna share a couple clips from the first two presentations and the full talk from the winner of the What's Working Now competition. So check out today's podcast to get some great ideas. We weren't getting the leads that I knew we could. We weren't getting the right leads. What started happening is that our, our leads are more qualified. Our sales have probably gone up by about 10 to 15% a year. We're going to increase our sales volume by a million dollars in a year. Hey everyone, Jack Jost is here and welcome to the Landscaper's Guide. This show is all about helping the green industry grow through sales, marketing, and leadership. And Wow, I have some incredible clients who are doing incredible things with with their communities, with their businesses, and it was an honor to have them come and speak at the third annual Landscapers Summit. First, Jim Turkin shared some serious wisdom about how to write your commercial client's RFP. Now, Jim goes into great detail of, yes, actually helping clients write a proper RFP. This levels the playing field and eliminates the chuck and the truck contractors who are who are submitting really skimpy proposals that don't have a lot of detail. The benefit to Turk is that he's then competing against viable competitors where the lowball people are out of the running and now there's like legitimate competition, which is always a good thing. One of the things that he does is add, he adds definitions to the proposals, leveraging some of the words from SIMA, from the Snow and Ice Management Association. Another thing he does is he removes two very dangerous words from the proposals, as needed. All that stuff is spelled out and they don't have any clue where to find this stuff on their own accord. So we build this for them to say that, hey, no one's going to slip under the radar here and slide a fast one in. And it takes off the table, you know, weed beds as needed. Well, as needed, according to who? The property manager or me, the contractor, who was the low bidder who said, ah, oh, they're not that bad. I don't think it needs it. Um, you know, it takes out of the equation, all snow clear by 6 a.m. When it stops snowing at 545 a.m., you want 14 acres crystal clear by 6 a.m. So this just really helps in all of this, all of these definitions are not biased. Next, Chris Nylander, the sales manager from Alpine Gardens, shares how working with me and the Ramblin Jackson team helped him automate a significant amount of his sales process using online scheduling, pricing pages, and more. And he shared some interesting data one year after implementing this system. That's just something we're working through as a team. Uh, we're able to forecast our sales better. Um, sales are up 23% from last year. Um, so we think it's working well. Um, that's in the residential division. And we think uh, we are adding some value and credibility. And now we get the question of why don't the other companies do this? Um, so uh, we're continuing to build on this and hoping that we can pull this across to the maintenance and commercial <clears throat> as well and see if, if this is something that will work well there as well. And lastly, 
Casey Hendricks from Techscape's Nursery and Landscape in Ennis, Texas, won the competition with his inspiring presentation of how to create a landscape apprenticeship with your high school. Now, I had the privilege of working with Casey directly. I flew down to Texas this May, and I met the people who are one of the people who went through the apprenticeship program and one of the people from the high school, and I, I just love this conversation. So let's learn from Casey about how you can do this in your community. I'm Casey Hendricks, president of Techscape's Nursery and Landscape uh, in Ennis, Texas. And uh, I want to share with you today how we've created a high school apprenticeship program uh, that benefits both uh, the community, the youth in our area, and our company greatly. Um, the challenge that uh, we find as, as industry leaders, uh, the challenge is it's our mission to inspire the next generation uh, to not only explore the green industry uh, as a career choice, but to show them that the green industry is the most fulfilling career choice of our lifetime. And so in essence, we're convincing them to buy into the green industry and to own it in their lifetime. Uh, the solution to this challenge is to start early. And uh, we found a way to do that. It, this is imperative. Uh, many times we wait until uh, people are in their 20s and their 30s. Um, and then, then we try to entice them into our world, right? And, and, and it becomes an afterthought for them, uh, kind of a backup plan or an escape route to some other dead end uh, career path that they're on. Uh, or maybe it's just uh, many times a stepping stone uh, to, to a greener pasture. I, I've asked people why, why they're interested in coming to work for us many times. And they say, uh, you know, I just need to make money. Well, that's not what we're looking for here. <laughs> We want folks that are gonna buy into this as a career choice, uh, not just be simply another paycheck. So we've gotta start early. Proverbs, the book of Proverbs chapter 22, verse six says, train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. So we must find a way to reach the youth of our community and offer them an opportunity to be a part of our organizations. Uh, we found a way to do this. Uh, we approached our local high school horticulture department a couple of years ago. Uh, we had a couple of ideas, a couple of ways that we felt we could impact the youth of our community to get involved uh, more with the youth of our community and the community in general. Uh, the first thing that we thought of, because our school here in Ennis um, is a larger district, and they have a horticulture program with a couple of greenhouses. Uh, and so we thought, what better way to approach this than with a uh, grower partnership program? And so we approached uh, the horticulture department, the director of the career technologies uh, with Ennis High School, and we uh, approached them with a grower program, a partnership, where the students literally from start to finish grow a crop of really nice hanging baskets. Uh, and then we're able to market them through our garden center to the community. And this, this has been hugely successful because uh, I won't talk a lot about that program, but um, we pick the plants, we provide the materials, and we uh, are involved in the instruction of that growing process. 
Now, what that did for us is it opened the door. Uh, it opened the door for us to um, talk about the next program. Uh, and it, it opened our mind to the possibility of these students doing more with our organization. Um, and so then uh, the high school apprenticeship program was born and uh, how, how exciting it's been. Um, I have this awesome video uh, that this awesome company, Ramblin' Jackson did for us. And I'd like to play that video. It's just a few short minutes. And um, then after it's over, I'd like to explain a few details so that you can get started uh, on your own apprenticeship program. I'm Hank Hollywood. I'm the Ennis horticulture teacher and high school football and track coach. My background is I went to Texas A&M University and I graduated with the ag science degree and I minored in agronomy, which is turf grass. But I got into coaching. I was teaching history and health and PE. And then uh, two years ago, the school approached me and said, hey, would you be interested in taking over the horticulture department? The Techscapes Nursery Apprenticeship Program came about two years ago with the young lady by the name of Abigail Woodard. She was a student in my class and I've got her again this year, but she expressed an interest when we were talking about careers and working in the nursery and landscape industry. So naturally we had already had a partnership with Techscapes. I came and spoke with Casey and we talked about it and Casey said, bring her up here, let her interview with me and let's see. So she came up, interviewed, they hired her. It turned out great. She's now a full-time employee and will go on to work for Techscapes after she graduates. And that's what we're looking for. We're looking for the school to help train students to go into industry like this where they can have a good career, have good benefits, and do something they like and make it, make it their passion. You know, their passion becomes their purpose. I'm just trying to get our kids into programs in the community that they can have future jobs in. And it really is an apprenticeship. My name is Abigail Woodard and I'm about to graduate in his high school and I'm gonna go into starting a full-time job at Techscapes Nursery. How I first got interested in horticulture was I was in the FFA program at my high school. And one day I just joined the horticulture program and found out that I actually really loved it. What I love most about plants is that there's always something new to learn. And it's so awesome to see all your hard work put into something and you can actually see it grow and you can see your work. The Techscape Nursery Apprenticeship Program was actually offered to me through my horticulture teacher. The reason I'm choosing to pursue a career in horticulture is because ever since I was a little kid, I've known that I wanted to work outside, I wanted to get dirty, I never wanted an office job that never sounded fun to me, and when I found horticulture in plant nurseries, I, I was like, this was it, this is what I want to do, and I love it every single day that I'm here. In the future, my goal is to learn and just absorb as much information as I possibly can from Techscapes and hopefully one day open up some type of nursery of my own and see where that takes me. But I mean, at the end of the day, I really love it here and you know, these are great people and I'll keep working for them if they'll let me. The Techscapes Nursery Apprenticeship Program is an amazing program. They are always willing to work with you because they are on your schedule, because they need you to be here and they want you to be here. And every single day you will learn something new and it is always fun. 70% of high school graduates will not go to college. Of the 30% that go to college, 15 won't graduate from college. In my mind, that's 85% of kids that graduate from high school are gonna need jobs, real world jobs, all right? T trade schools, opportunities in my horticulture classes and other uh, CTE classes at the high school give these kids 
opportunity to learn skills that they can go into a job such as Techscapes and carry real life skills with them and, and, and become employable. The reason that I, I push Techscape so hard in my class and for my kids, the ones that want to be growers and nursery workers and landscapers is because of people like Casey and Tiffany and Rusty. I have felt nothing but at home when I come up here. I feel like I'm dealing with people who are honest, who have integrity, who when they shake your hand and they give you the word, this is what we're going to do, that that's what we do because that's the way I was raised. If you are thinking about doing the Techscape apprenticeship program, I wholeheartedly believe that you should go for it. It is worth it. They are great people and you will learn everything you need to know. Number one, build the program details. And this needs to include a few things. It needs to include the time frame of the apprenticeship. Here at Techscapes, ours is March, April, May, uh, with an opportunity to apply to stay on through the summer. Um, and, and the program details include the requirements and the responsibilities uh, of the individual. It includes pay and benefits that the individual might receive. Uh, we treat this person as if they're just uh, going to be a, a team member from now on, um, and we welcome them into our family once they get through this process. And we create an application for this program that interested students can fill out. Uh, you get creative with this to find out why students are interested. Um, we consider offering multiple spots. Uh, this work and this has worked well for us. Uh, and help with the end goal. Remember what the end goal is, is to inspire the next generation of green industry leaders. The second thing you're gonna do is contact your local high school, uh, your career technologies director, uh, the horticulture department teacher. Um, if, if your school doesn't have a horticulture department, the ag teacher. Uh, if you're familiar with FFA, uh, Future Farmers of America, this is a great group of kids to plug into your organization. They like to get dirty. They like to work with animals, dirt, plants, outdoors in general. Uh, FFA students are wonderful. Um, the work program um, at our school, we work with them as well. We try to find kids that are in the work program. Uh, they're looking to find a paying job. And, and most likely, a lot of those kids are the ones that that are looking for this as a career path. Um, then we go and we pitch the program to the school director for approval. Uh, once it's approved, uh, we schedule a few times to give a short presentation to the students. Uh, we work with the, with the teacher, let us come into the classroom, uh, bring that video you just watched and, uh, and let it speak. This is a student now that, um, um, graduated back in the spring that you saw in the video. Uh, she's a full-time employee. Uh, she's going through right now the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association's um, nursery um, professional uh, program so that she can um, so that she can further her uh, knowledge and, and gain a certification there. Again, uh, we're assisting her with that and and um, and she's amazing, uh, but she's plugged in. So you take that presentation to the to the school and then leave the applications there for the, the students to fill out with a timeline for them to return them to your business. Uh, you're going to review the applications just like you would any other new hire. You're going to screen, you're going to disqualify, and then you're going to notify those three things. 
Um, not everybody that fills out an application is going to get the internship, even though we offer it to multiple people. Last year, we, we brought in three interns, and at the end of the internship, we offered one of them uh, a position to stay on with us, and that young lady uh, is still with us now. She, she works every day after school and wanted to work every Saturday. Uh, so we, we're seeing continual success with this program. After they return the applications, you review them, you're gonna screen, disqualify, notify. You're gonna set up short interviews and offer the apprenticeships to as many as you can effectively utilize. Um, and the, the sixth thing, you're gonna set goals for your new apprentices and, and put someone on your team as their supervisor. It's not me. Uh, I like to be involved in the process, but, but I'm actually not the one that's over them. I've got uh, our nursery managers over uh, the ones that are there at the nursery, if I just had a landscape company, I would still do this um, and find a way to, to put these kids to work and teach them about the green industry. I tried to get everyone on our team as involved and on board with these uh, apprentices as possible, because remember, we're inspiring and training future generations. Uh, the last thing that I'd suggest is use their time wisely, treat them well, uh, use them, uh, use your company environment to help uh, them see that the green industry is a great career. Um, we've had great success with the apprenticeship program, and I hope you can find a way to implement it into your company and inspire the next generation of green industry leaders. So thank you again to Chris, Turk, and Casey for presenting. You del each delivered really valuable talks. And congratulations, Casey, on winning the $250 uh, butcher box uh, kit. So can't wait to see what you grill up with that. And more importantly, Casey, thank you for inspiring all of us in the green industry to get involved with our local high schools. You can do this in some way. You could create an apprenticeship like Casey did, or you could even go and speak at a high school because there's an abundance of career opportunity in the green industry, but many people in high school don't know about it. They're not hearing about it. And this is an opportunity to, uh, yeah, you might get some employees like Casey did, but more importantly, serve your community, serve the industry. So thank you, Casey, for showing us how you've done that. Now, I love hosting these events because of all the networking that happens and all the stories and technology that I learn about. It was a total blast. I hope to see you at one of our next events uh, at landscapersguide.com slash events. And hey, if you missed the summit and you want to take advantage of it, it was excellent. We had presentations on leadership. We had commercial sales process, residential sales process, breakout sessions, and we had an incredible software panel. So thanks so much to LMN, Service Autopilot, Aspire, Attentive, and SingleOps for coming and sharing about your programs and how they can help people. Check out the replay at landscapersummit.com. Hey, we even have our pizza lunch in there. So if you if you buy the replay at landscapersummit.com, you can earn free pizza, but you got to you got to get it to find out how. All right. Thanks so much. I'm Jack Jossis and I look forward to talking with you next week on the Landscaper's Guide.